This is Jamie Wolf. Welcome to Survive Thrive Talk Story, a podcast where we explore what hard-earned, well-lived message you are on a mission to share with the world. Brought to you by The Message Accelerator and me. This podcast and the accompanying blog, which you can find on Medium, is relevant to you if you want to make an impact and make money with your message as an entrepreneur, small business or franchise owner, trainer, expert, consultant, professional, coach, speaker, or author, whether you are just starting out or you are in transition and starting over. I want to have a real conversation, a heart-to-heart conversation with you. Feedback helps a lot. If you can put comments or ask questions, then we can talk about something relevant to you. Right? Right. So let me tell you a story. When I was little, I was always getting left behind, and it was super scary. My father left. My brothers left. They were a lot older than I was. My babysitter left. My stepfather left. The police left. Everybody who could protect me always left. So when I grew up, two things happened. I had dysfunctional relationships because I didn't know what normal looked like, and I was irrational when it came to getting left behind or left out of things. And that's how I came to hike the Grand Canyon, when I was not a hiker and wasn't prepared for the physical challenges. My then-husband planned a trip with his friends, and I was determined they were not going to go without me. I can still point to the scar on my knee from when I fell with an enormously heavy pack that overbalanced me, and it definitely was over a week before I could walk normally again without every single muscle screaming at me after a 10-hour hike down, a night sleeping on the stony ground, and a 14-hour hike back out. But I did it and created some of the most amazing memories along with a sense of accomplishment I'm still proud of all these years later. In fact, my daughter was six at the time, and now she's 32, and she still talks about it all the time. It's the sort of experience I lean on as a business owner. Plus, there's a parallel to be drawn from my former FOMO, or fear of missing out. When I speak to women, roughly ages 50 and up, about how we're going to take care of ourselves as we get older, there's a real fear that we'll miss out on what could be a great time in our lives. How will we afford health care? Where will we live, and will we be able to afford it? What if one of our adult kids needs help from us instead of the other way around? What do we do about being lonely? Can we stay relevant as we age? Do we have the courage to tackle something outside of our comfort zone or current abilities? I'm sure there are more themes. What are some of yours? In the quest for what do we do to remain or become financially independent, some of us jump into air quotes, starting something. Whether that's joining an MLM, branding ourselves online as a life coach, selling products we've created like jewelry or skincare, writing books, or acquiring a specific skill that we hope is marketable. And of course, in any or all of those examples, we do actually have to learn marketing. Business and marketing are steep learning curves, and I think what I expected was a need to learn the how-to. How do I get followers on Instagram or Pinterest? How do I leverage LinkedIn? How do I get more followers writing blogs or hosting podcasts? In fact, how do I do a podcast? How do I master Facebook ads? In other words, I thought the learning would be pretty sequential and technical. How do I get a business license? How do I get funding? How do I set up a shopping cart? How do I charge sales tax? How do I do payroll? How do I find and hire a VA? What other questions do you want to know? What sorts of how do I are floating around in your mind right now that you think you need answered at this point? And yet, when it comes down to it, the questions that arise as we set out as entrepreneurs, authors, coaches, and business owners are really softer 
but far more insistent. They get wrapped up in the category of mindset. And I don't know about you, but I find people who have always been in the corporate or employee space are not necessarily familiar with the concept of mindset. When you were young, did you think things would become more clear, more black and white as you got older? As in, none of this makes much sense now, but I bet when I'm 10 or 20, there's going to be a 100% definite answer to this. And then, the older I've gotten, the more I see that I am not the only thing that has gotten more gray. Answers and solutions seem far more complex and nuanced than I anticipated they would be. It seems the same is true in thinking about getting into business. I wanted a connect-the-dots plan, and instead, I found you have to try, fail, redirect, try again, pivot, learn, learn more, and yet, This idea and concept of being able to be independent and autonomous and support ourselves and be authentic is so compelling and frustrating and overwhelming and exhilarating, right? When doubts creep in, they come in the form of, am I good enough? Do I deserve this? Am I worthy? Can I overcome past failures? Will my kids be proud of me? What about family? If you have a spouse or siblings, maybe even parents, are they negative? Did they tell you to forget this nonsense, or it's a scam, or who do you think you are? What else do you hear from people you thought you could turn to for support? If they make you feel awful, what do you do? What about caring about what people think when you post on social media? Is that challenging for you? Do you use Facebook just for immediate family and friends? Or have you branched out yet to staking your claim boldly as to what you're up to? How do you feel about money? Some of us grew up in an era where the men managed the household finances, or didn't, but didn't tell us. Some of us were afraid of money because we always heard it was bad to be greedy or money doesn't buy happiness or we've always lived paycheck to paycheck and don't know how to allocate it for business. In fact, some of us may have started businesses and paid everyone and everything else first and never had any left over for ourselves. That's not smart and it sure doesn't feel good. But what do you do? And some of us have been successful and been punished for it. Maybe not overtly, but through passive-aggressive siblings or spouses who feel insecure and jealous and take far too many opportunities to put us down. Do you put yourself down with shoulds when you add up how much you've spent on courses or mentors or coaches because you should have gotten further with all of that investment? Or do you choose to see the nuggets you've gained along the way, realizing that you got what you needed as you were ready for it. Because as you grow, it's reasonable to invest in the next stage, course, or person. It was a big relief to me, for sure, when I realized that every successful person, whether they're an athlete, a celebrity, a patent holder, an internet influencer, or a motivational speaker, has invested tens of thousands of dollars or more in their own growth journey. Have you learned healthy coping mechanisms for rejection or criticism? I've had friends call me robotic because I now intentionally choose to exist in a drama-free and highly organized space. I've had people call me cold because I'm far less afraid of confrontation than I used to be, but I've learned not to make it personal and not to get loud. They can't see me seething or shaking inside. I've had people unfriend me, heavens to Murgatroyd even, because I post unapologetically on topics of interest to me, business or otherwise. I've had business people, truthfully mostly in the network marketing space, tell me to keep religion and politics off my social media platform so as not to alienate potential customers. Here's my take on that. If you are not open to a civil, fact-based dialogue, you aren't in alignment with my values and I don't want you 
value as a customer. I've had incredibly intelligent, respectful, and interesting conversations about all sorts of things. For instance, hunting, even though I'm opposed to hunting. You don't have to agree with me, and opposing views make for a more balanced and healthy approach to solutions. But I get to choose what I think and what I say, and you get to choose whether you visit my sites or not. But growing that skin and owning my voice took a mindset shift, one that said it is not my duty to please everyone. And I'm okay with that. I have to confess, you know, first I didn't even know how to use Facebook, and then I used Facebook and thought it was just for people I actually knew in person, and then I was so sensitive to the judgment that I thought projected onto other people that they were going to have on me based on what I was posting. And I can't say that I don't care now because of course I care. I'm human and things still hurt, but I am far less sensitive to allowing anyone else to impose on me what I think. I live in a drama-free zone by design. So here's my question for you. If you had the opportunity to do something you've never done before, like hike the Grand Canyon, or start your first business, and doing so could change your life and the lives of others who will be touched by your journey, would you? What if more than even the how-to stuff, you were open to the idea that perhaps what will serve you most as you get started is mindset stuff? I'm learning that regardless of achievement level, we will always struggle with mindset. If you've never earned one dollar as an entrepreneur, that requires new thinking. If you're on a quest to break the million dollar barrier and go on to ten million dollars, that requires a mindset shift. And mindsets are founded on habits. Doubts and negative thinking are habits. Confidence can be built with success habits. I created a cheat sheet for you. It's in my Facebook group. If you just hit me up and ask to join, I'll put you in there. It's a place where I discuss trainings and I give value and I offer things. It's free. It is a place where we can come together and learn from each other and I'm trying to offer you value. If you want to get into that group, just hit me up, leave some comments, and I can get you the link to ask to join. The whole concept around habits, it's not rocket science, but it does require implementation and follow-through, and I hope this sheet will walk you through thinking it out with intention. What else have you got going on in the next 60 days that even if you're not fully prepared for, like I was in no way prepared for two days of the hardest and scariest hiking I've ever done, has the potential to radically alter your life and business for the better. I want to thank you for listening today to Survive Thrive Talk Story. For those of you who want to make an impact and make money with your message, your expertise, or experience, whether you're just starting out or starting over, what hard-earned, well-lived message are you on a mission to share with the world? Be sure to pick up your free cheat sheet on how to create habits for your success. Take good care, and I'll see you I won't see you. This is a podcast. I'll be with you next time. Bye.